Hi, this is Hazel. Have you checked out my OnlyFans yet? OnlyFans.com slash Hazel the Hot Wife. <laughs> Warning. This podcast contains material of an adult nature. We talk a lot about sex. It contains explicit content. About sex. Explicit language. About dirty sex. Explicit situations. That involve me having sex. It is intended for adults only. That may want to have sex with me. Pod with Rocky and Hazel. I'm Rocky. And I'm Hazel, and we're so glad you're here. I did it right this time. I know you did, and I could actually say my line. You were like smiling. You just thought that I was going to screw something up. Yeah, I was waiting. You usually like to do that. I do. I kind of like to mess with you sometimes, don't I? Not sometimes, all the time. You are wearing a very tight-fitting, hard rock hotel shirt. Yes, this is my comfy shirt, because I don't have to wear a bra with it. I am for any shirt that you wear (laughs) that you don't have to wear a bra with. Yes, I know that. (laughs) You do? Yes, I do. So I'm not telling you something that you don't know? No. I don't like it when you wear a bra. Well, I don't like it either, but sometimes I need support. You need support with those things? How'd you like to carry these things around? They're not, you know, they're kind of heavy. They are kind of big. They're kind of (laughs) heavy. They're very heavy. We need to put some pictures out on Twitter or something. We say that all the time. Did you put the ones out the last time we did one of these? I think I did, yeah. I think I put something out. I mean, look, you want to you wanna dock my pay? Yeah, I do want to dock your pay. <laughs> and <laughs> I get to decide what your pay is. Feel free to add any pictures <laughs> that, that you would like to add. Start sharing these social media manager duties. I guess so. I'm going to have to pick up your slack. You are. <laughs> So we've had an interesting couple of weeks, fun. Yeah, we have. We have had a we've had a lot of fun. Yeah, we <laughs> went to a club in Atlanta, Georgia, called right. Trapeze. Yes, and we did that this past weekend. We Friday stayed. and Saturday. Yeah, we went to the club both nights. Mm-hmm. Very different type of evening vibe. Yes. Yeah, there was totally different themes, totally different makeup of customer base. I guess you'd call it with um, single. Yeah, um, I mean, it was couples, but singles were allowed to come on Friday night. Right. Yeah. And that changed the dynamic quite a bit. Yes, it did. And we also went to the VIP access. Yeah, well, we didn't know that they had that Friday night. I think they call it the Diamond Club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Diamond Club VIP. Yeah, so we went there on, we went there Saturday. That's a completely different vibe as well. It's a whole different vibe. Right. I mean, it's like going into a whole different club. Club. Right. Yeah. It, it was really nice. Let's just start at the beginning and talk about Friday night. Okay. Um, well, first, we got there late, first of all. We Well, we live about an hour and a half away. Right. And we did not account for there's a time change. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're just cruising along thinking we're going to get there at a certain time. And then we cross the border and we're like, whoa, wait a minute. We just lost an hour. Well, they open up at 8 o'clock. Right. And we got there at 1030, something like that. It's so funny because I don't understand why it takes some of you women so long to get ready. You wear one article of clothing. It's not the clothes. It's one piece. 
You think this all happens just miraculously? I mean, there's a lot of makeup and hair things going on. I see you every day and you look gorgeous no matter what you have. Do you like it whenever I dress up? I like it when you feel confident about yourself. That's not the question. Answer the question. I am answering the question. Answer the question, Amber. (laughs) The question was, (laughs) do you like it when I dress up? Of course. And by dress up, I mean the whole thing. Of course I do. Okay. Well, that's why it takes so long. You still only wear one piece of clothing. True. Which comes off very fast. (laughs) It absolutely does. (laughs) We posted a picture of you in that dress a couple of our facebook groups let's how did i describe it you had a little bit of slippage there didn't yeah you? there was just a little bit of slippage hazel's nipples peekaboo yeah peekaboo on one <laughs> side it was subtle enough that i did not end up in facebook jail yeah i know it was just i mean you you had to look for it by the naked eye you could you could kind of see something Maybe. but you had to zoom in i'll put that one on our page okay and hopefully it won't Put us in Facebook jail. You're going to put it on our Facebook page or on our Twitter page? Both. Okay. Both. Okay. Why not? You look good. So Friday night night. was, the theme was all black. So my dress was black. Um, And if you go on a theme, you get a little bit of money off of it. Yeah, like $10. They give you a $10 discount. Right. Um, And then Saturday night, the theme was all white, which the white dress that I brought with me was not what I wanted to wear. Yeah, you so. put it on and you did, you weren't I just it. I wasn't feeling it, yeah. But you So, wore, I you was wore, not You wore a silver dress which was just I did. Awesome. I wore my silver dress that night. That was gorgeous. Yes. And it's comfortable. There's a comfort has a lot to do with how a woman feels when she goes out. Yes, she wants to look sexy, but she also wants to be comfortable. So, if she can be comfortable and sexy at the same time, that's a win-win. So this club, and we realize not everybody in the country has access to trapeze, but I guess they have another one in Fort Lauderdale. Correct. And, and Vegas, isn't there one in Vegas also? Um, I don't think so. Fort I Lauderdale? I thought, and, just, uh, I thought there was two more. Um, nope, I just see Atlanta and Fort Lauderdale. Okay. I don't know um, what I was thinking of. You know, what's kind of cool about this club is they have a dress code. Yes. Which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, even no hats. Like when guys come in with a baseball cap or, or any kind of hat. Actually, this uh, one guy came in, he had a fedora type hat on, and they made him take it off. And I think that's good advice. And I think even if trapeze is not the club that you're going to. Right. I'm going to read this off. And I right. think, guys, you should pay attention because I think this is like a good standard no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Here's the dress code for men. No baggy or oversized clothing. No t-shirts, no hats, beanies, or headgear. No backpacks or oversized bags. No chains, LED buckles, or flashing jewelry. No sports attire, sweats, jerseys, or athletic wear. No teeter shirts. What's a teeter shirt? What? Teeter shirt? Yeah, T-E-E-T-E-R. I have no clue. No graphic tees. No wife beater shirts. No sneakers, lugs, Timberlands, construction style boots. No sunglasses, no cargo pants, no sandals, no tank tops, no shorts, no ripped jeans, dress shoes only. Jeans are acceptable upon management discretion. Absolutely no streetwear will be permitted. I like that. I do too. I thought all the guys looked really good. I I love it when a guy dresses up. You know, us girls, we wear the dresses, we wear the heels and do our hair and our makeup and... 
I mean, who wants to go out looking like that and then the guy you're with is just wearing a t-shirt and jeans or something? Well, Not that guys don't look good in that, but sometimes it's nice to see the guys dress up too. And we've been to many a place where the women are all dressed up and some mm-hmm. of the guys look like crap. Mm-hmm. And it's important, I think, for the guys to try to step it up, step up the game just a little bit. And put the effort in just like we do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. For women, they just encourage you to be sexy, slutty. Well, they also encourage you to do the um, the theme. Yeah, and the theme. The theme yeah. On the dress code for women, it, it says, ladies, pull out that hot and sexy club wear, mini skirts, see-through blouses, thigh-high boots, corsets, Brazilian jeans. The tighter, shorter, the better. Let's keep hot and sexy. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it kind of goes to, what do I always say? I, I love you being the slut. And I think that goes right with it. You wear those short dresses. I mean, you just look like you are dressed to kill. I mean, you really are. You just have just a gorgeous, classy, sexy, almost slutty look. (laughs) Now, when you buy my dresses, it's a little more slutty than the dresses that I buy. It's a lot more slutty. Okay, let's say that. It's a (laughs) lot more slutty. I mean, I like to be sexy, but I like to keep some things to the imagination. I mean, I buy you those dresses that... Are very low cut. I mean, low low cut down to your navel. Yeah, low and high. (laughs) So it's about a scrap of clothing by the time you get it on. (laughs) But it's fun. And, you know, as long as it's comfortable, I'm good with it. Because we did stay at a hotel because it's an hour and a half away. And, of course, we could have drove home. But if we're going to drink at all, we'd much rather stay in a hotel. And that way, it's not that far for us to get back to. But walking through the lobby, there's... The first night, there was a whole van full of kids just getting off a van, and I felt very bad. I had to cover myself up. And you did. And, and we, I did. we avoided them. So. Yeah. I, I find it interesting, um, going back to what you read for the women, I saw a lot of women there with shorts on. Not like jean shorts, but like white dress shorts or, or whatever. But it specifically says no shorts for the guys. I found that interesting. Well, I don't. I, they're basically letting women know that they wear anything that, that they want. Just As long as it's sexy. Try to keep it sexy. But who's the judge of what's sexy and what's not? Well, I guess they are. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So, I mean, I guess they can, they reserve the right to uh, boot somebody out or not let somebody in. Well, and... From what I saw, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, they did. They did, actually. Because the women, I think, were... Uh, there was a lot of sexy women there. Yes. Dressed very nice. And the only and the guys that I saw were all dressed well. There was there was a couple of things that... And we've been priding ourselves on, on critiquing, making critiques with this podcast and mm-hmm. just telling what we see and what we thought. Just being honest. I mean, we're not, we're not putting down this club at all. We actually had no, a great we time and we loved it. Some but we're so also we going to be honest. Went back two days in a row and we're yes. going back again because we liked it. Yes. One thing that I saw on Friday night, again, when they allowed single men... Mm-hmm. There's a there's a back part where you can play. Yeah, where you can play. Yeah, where you can be naked. Um, they give you towels to wear to and go I, in there. And the front part had people that were dressed, but they allowed the people that in, they were in towels to come up to the correct to, up to the front. I don't know if I like that that much. So you thought that they should have had to put their clothes back on to come yeah, out that's there? What I, I I think. That would have been a lot. 
You think so? You know, my only suggestion would be for those who smoke, going back into those rooms, um, in that room, the playroom for the general area, and then the VIP. They each should have some kind of back patio or something for them to smoke, because I agree. Watching a lot of people come out with just towels on, or I saw a couple of people on the dance floor with towels on. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, the dress code kind of gets a little swampy there with some people just having towels on. Well, you go through the effort of dressing up. Correct. When you go back to the player, mm-hmm. you, you have to disrobe. Yeah, yeah. You have to take your street clothes off was what the rule was. You can bring lingerie or something like that that you want to wear back there, but street clothes have to come off. Right. But when you come back... You don't have to put them back right. On. You don't have to put street clothes back on. You can just put a towel on. I, I I agree with what you're saying. And the VIP didn't have to take your clothes off at all to go back there. Well, I, you could wear your street clothes back there. I, but there's still a play area where you do. The there's a play area, but you, you don't have to take your clothes off to go back there. Uh, I didn't remember. We actually yeah, we walked there. all through there, oh, yeah, and we true. never had to take our clothes off. So go back to Friday night. Yes, quite a few single guys there. Um, a lot of and, single guys. <laughs> <laughs> And every time that I left you, what would happen? Uh, it was like a swarm. <laughs> uh, guys would be all over me asking if I was alone, if I had come with somebody else, and if so, do they share? And I even had one guy say, well, I'll let you go after asking me all those questions, and I hope you pick me. Like it's some kind of competition or something. and It kind of is a competition. I mean, they're looking for you know, having fun with somebody's wife. Right, right. If you don't say anything. It was just awkward. It just made me feel awkward. Single men in the lifestyle have their challenges. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like you know, single men in the dating world. Well, the one guy that I liked did it the right way. Yeah, so you know, he also it. came up um, when I was standing there waiting for you. And asked if I was, if I was there alone. And I said, no, I'm here with my husband. He's in there. And he said, oh, okay. Um, does he share? And I said, well, sometimes. And he goes, okay. He said, I'll look you back up when he's around. And that was perfect. I didn't feel creeped out by it at all. And later on, he did come up and he shook your hand and introduced himself. And that was really nice. So I like that. And you and I talked about it, and you said, go ahead and get his number. Yeah, get his number, and we'll give him a call sometime. And I think, and he looked, he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, he seemed, he was a very nice guy. Very articulate, didn't um, make me feel weird. <laughs> when you get hit on, you usually feel weird. I, I just, I am so hard about that. It it creeps me out. I can't even eat in a restaurant by myself, because I don't like, I, th- I feel like somebody's staring at me. Yeah, and to be clear, I came out a couple of times and there was guys around. And it's not like... They weren't being mean or, or trying or, to fondle they, me or anything like that. None of them touched me. Hazel's that way. But I'm, I'm just like that. Okay. Yeah. When when Hazel gets hit on anywhere we are. Yeah, it just... And I don't get it because... It makes me uncomfortable. You are just... You are gorgeous, so... It doesn't have anything to do with that. I understand it doesn't have anything to do with that. That's why I don't understand it. If I was not gorgeous, in your opinion, I would still feel that way. Now, we didn't play. No, we did Well, with together, together, but we, yeah. No, we're not talking about we didn't play at the club. Right. 
I just wasn't feeling the vibe. There was just too many single guys walking around. And I did notice when we walked back into the towel area, we'll call it, there was some people playing and there was like a whole bunch of single guys like standing at the doorway watching. It just, I don't know. It just didn't give me a good vibe. Like, I don't know if they walked in and tried to be a part of it or what any of that was, but I didn't want to be in that situation. Yeah. And that's a mood thing too for you. Because I've been around you for a long time now. You are, you can be... A Situational. Huge, yeah, you can be a huge exhibitionist mm-hmm. where, I mean, there are times when I would blindfold you and you wouldn't... You, you, True. You'd be really turned on by having a bunch of guys. But there are other times, like in a new situation, I noticed. Usually, yeah. If it's new and I hadn't been there before and I didn't know anybody at all, right. yeah, then it then it's situational. Yeah, maybe the fifteenth or twentieth time we were we were there, that might be more of something that you could be inclined to do. Would you agree with that or no? The fifteenth or twentieth time? Yeah, that we yeah the fifteenth or twentieth time that we go. I don't know. I mean, who's to say it wouldn't be the second or third time? I don't know. I mean, it would would just... It's definitely situational. And you need to be more familiar with the place. I do. I have to be more familiar. I need to know what the rules are, what they're allowed to do, all of that. Right. So being at at a place for the first time, I didn't know all the rules, so... And they have rules on our website, too. I didn't mention our website. The website is uh, trapezeclub.com. So you can go there and check the rules out. And trapeze is spelled. T-R-A-P-E-Z-E. Trapeze. There you go. Even if this club isn't near you, it's still a good place to go to get, Mm -hmm. like I said, some of those um, uh, dress codes and things like that. Just good ideas, no matter where you go. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's these type of clubs all over the place. Yeah. Um, Especially around where we're at. We know of several of them. And we're going to go to more and check them out for you and come back and talk about them a little bit. Overall, though, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, no, I was too. I liked it too. Saturday night, though, was a completely different vibe. Totally different vibe. It was all couples, I guess. It was more classy, I thought. Part of that is because we got into the... The Diamond Club. The Diamond Club. Right, the VIP. kind of a VIP, and it cost extra to get into. I think it was worth the money. Because you had access to the entire club. So there was... You could order your dinner. Yeah, you'd order your dinner. Um, it was a, it was a little bit of a different vibe um, in the back. Maybe a little more relaxed. It was a lot more relaxed. The dance floor was still out in the general area. So any dancing or anything like that was out yeah. with everybody. But, you know, mingling and eating... Um, was back there in the VIP. And then, of course, they had the playrooms. Now, how do you like the music? The music for dancing, it, it was off and on. Mm-hmm. They like to play a lot of, um, what is it, techno music? Yeah, techno, yeah. You know, where it's the same beat. I tend to like to dance to more music that I know, that I can sing with, and, you know. But they, they did play, they would go intermittently, start playing music that I would I would dance to. Right. And then they would always go back. And then they did have some salsa also. Yeah. And I'm with you too. We're, I mean, we're 80s music. Oh, yeah. 90s. I thought you were saying I was 80 years old. I was going to have to no. hurt you. So we like that kind of stuff. I mean, you love Right. Rock Classic like rock and roll. Um, and, you know, I like the, the dance music too. Yeah. Like you know, Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite. Prince and Michael Jackson. Exactly. And the kind of music that girls like to dance to. And- but the music was okay. I mean, like I said, it 
off and on, it would have good music, and then they would go back to the techno. Now, some people like that techno. They do. It's just not our vibe. For what it's worth to the club, if anybody from the club listens, I, I think you should mix that up a little bit more. Because right. judging from what I saw, most of the people there were around our age. Yeah, yeah. So I like that, too. You would want to probably appeal to the broadest audience possible there was younger people there there, there was, was younger and there was, older there was there i was. mean i think we even saw a couple there that had to have been in their so mid to late 70s easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Maybe. you know and they were having a blast yeah they were um and then we've seen the, the young ones in their 20s so i mean they had a pretty good broad uh, audience there yeah, what would you say the average age was though? i would say the average age would be more like mid you know, like your mid forties. Yeah, I would say middle age. I think that's the way. I think that's kind of what swinging really is. It's people that have experienced life, life other <laughs> than swinging. The relationships. It, it almost seems like there's kind of like two groups of people in swingers. Couples that have been together their entire marriage, mm-hmm. and somewhere along the marriage, they discovered that they wanted something else or something Spice in addition. It up. Yeah, the spicing up of, mm-hmm. the, of of their relationship, and they evolved into this into swingers, right? Or just being naked, or just being you naked. know you have that everywhere you go. Some people just like being around that. I think the other group is, I think, kind of like you and me. Mm-hmm. We like it all. Well, and we had you know previous relationships that weren't swinging necessarily. Right? They weren't that good of relationships. Mm-hmm. We just decided after those relationships that we wanted something. We wanted to experience life differently, right? With somebody with with another partner, and, and to be free, and to be free mm-hmm. together. Uh, but yeah, Saturday night, going back to the club, different group of people. The single man element wasn't there, so I think overall it was a little bit more relaxed. Well, and also. I don't mind single guys being there. I think that they need to cap it at a certain number or something. Like, there was a lot right. of single guys there. And it's supposedly there was supposed to be single women there, too. But, of course, I didn't see, I didn't notice any of those. That's why they call them unicorns. They're hard to find. Yeah, they were hiding. <laughs> they're, well, and they're elusive. They are elusive. Now, we, we didn't play Saturday night in the club either. Mm-hmm. But we had the best sex ever back at the hotel. <laughs> Uh, both Friday and Saturday. I mean, Friday night, we actually stayed up till, I mean, almost 6 a.m. 6 a.m. And mm-hmm. Saturday, we spent the entire day in the hotel. And did absolutely nothing. nothing. Just absolutely nothing. And just nothing. stayed naked. Yep, stayed naked, <laughs> slept. Um, A lot. And, and I love that about yours and my relationship mm-hmm. is that I'm never upset that we didn't play with somebody mm-hmm. because I just can get totally into you. And we have a ball. I mean, we just absolutely mm-hmm. have a ball. That doesn't mean that we don't like playing with other people. Oh, no. We do. No, yeah, absolutely. And it's really, and it's fun. And we're starting to meet some people around where we move. Yeah, we're starting to make some friends, which to, is nice. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll get more relaxed as we go. I mean, it's such a drastic change for us to move from what we're so familiar with because we basically grew up there and then move to a whole different area different state and start all over again yeah so i think right now we kind of cling to each other a little more than um what we did before um as far as going out to 
clubs and stuff like that. We both have to be comfortable in order to play with anyone else. I think it's really good advice for people too, mm-hmm. is that one or both of you might be quite nervous mm-hmm. when you're in new situations, new clubs, and all of that, and patience will get you really far. Right. Your this people, is about you as a couple, that's right. not just you as an individual. If one of you is uncomfortable, then you're both uncomfortable. You just stick to each other. That kind of leads to a question that we got asked. Oh, yeah. From Kat and JD. From That's Kat right. and JD, who is a couple that we've met. In our, mm-hmm. in our, well, we haven't actually met them yet. Yeah, we're supposed to meet them this week. That's right. Anyway, but we've been talking to them. We've been talking to them. And uh, do you have the question handy? I do. Well, you do. Yeah, they had a couple questions about... Consent, I guess, and um, you're going to get to it and read it off. Yeah. Okay, here's the question. If one wants to truly be involved in all aspects of any situation, what are you to do when a, when your partner leaves the room uh, multiple times? Do you continue? Do you, do you initiate or do you just wait? You want me to go first on this Yeah, one? you can go first and then I'll, I mean, we base. Yeah, we both, both answered them. In a nutshell, though, I think I think it was a very difficult question to answer without knowing more information. Well, also their dynamic and the dynamic. Because that's exactly right. Why was the person leaving? You know, we've been in situ. You and I've been in situations where you've left to go smoke, as an example. Correct. And you were okay with me continuing. Well, yeah, because if I'm the one that left the room, if the play had already started and I left the room, that's. That's not your fault. Right. It can, but however, with that said, if, if I thought that you were upset with me about something, then it's probably, but be- look, it's about you. Take a break. It's about us. Mm-hmm. Take a break. Go make sure your partner is okay. Communication. Communication. And then, and then either cut it off for the night if, if, if it's not good and try again later. I mean, that's. Or if like in our situation, like we're in the middle of play, maybe I'm done with who I'm with and I go out to smoke. You shouldn't have to quit what you're doing. You're not done. Honestly, even if, if you thought I was upset, you're still in the middle of something. Finish that and then come and talk to me and say, Hey, you know, what's going on? Oh, no, nothing. I was just smoking. Right. No big deal. Well, and I mean, I think that's good too. And at the end of it, what we do can, we always talk about how to not have the emotion tied to all of it. But that's almost impossible because sex and emotions. Describe what you're talking about. Well, because sex and emotions are tied together. I'm still not grasping what you're saying. Well, when... Trying to separate emotion from sex. When you're in the middle of sex, Mm -hmm. just stopping altogether. Right. That arousal, maybe maybe emotion, not the right word. Maybe it's that arousal. Uh You know, you're highly aroused. Stopping might be a little bit... Frustrating. Frustrating, difficult, whatever the words that right. you want you want to use, right. and I still think at the end of it all, you have to communicate. Okay, if you're upset or if somebody's upset, at the very most, recognize that being upset wasn't necessarily your partner's fault. It may have been something that you had a problem with. And you have to deal with the problem. Now, it doesn't mean you don't deal with it together. It just means that try not to be upset as much with your partner. Mm -hmm. And your partner should still also try to understand and acknowledge that you were upset. 
In other words, work together is all I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah, no, I I agree. And just be mindful of each other. Well, and first of all, before even getting into any kind of situation like that, you should always, always talk about what your rules are, what the stop is, if there is a stop or, you know, all of that. That should be before any place should commence. Yeah, the safe word. Well, yeah. I mean, we talked about the safe word in the very beginning of our relationship. We've never used it. I don't even remember what it was. I don't either now. That's kind of funny. <laughs> um, for instance, if play hadn't started, one of us left the room. Now, in that case, I think it should be, you should have talked about this beforehand as well. Like, are you okay if you're not in the room and I start doing something with somebody? Right. That's going to be different for every couple. So we can't answer that for you. Right. You will find situations that are uncomfortable. Oh, definitely. The trick is to be patient with each other. Communicate. Communicate. Talk about what happened. Talk about why you liked why you liked it, why you didn't like it. We do that every time. We do. Um, we talk on the way there. And then after everything on our way home, we always go over the whole night. Like, what was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? Were you... Did you get any twinges about anything? And were, and why was that? Were you tweaked at all? Yeah. I mean, we talk it all out. We've had a couple of heated discussions about... Oh, for sure. ...about things that happened. And at some point, you just got to forgive and move on. But keep communicating. Try not to do something that's going to upset your partner again. That's, well, and also look at it. Nobody's perfect. Like you said, maybe not emotions, but uh, arousal can make you do some things that maybe you wouldn't have done had you not been in that situation, aroused by something. Right. Just be cognizant of how would you feel if your partner did that to you or, or without you or something like that. Right. You know, put yourself in their shoes. Right. That's a good, and that's a good point. And do unto others. Yeah, I think that's a that's a very good point. Keep engaging in, in the behaviors that will keep you both happy. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, this lifestyle. I mean, it's not easy. There's times that you don't want to do it. Sometimes. No truer words have been spoken. I mean, you think that the general population, when they say swingers, they, they look at them. Well, number one, they're freaks a little bit, and. Number two, what? You don't think so? I don't think that they think they're we're freaks. Oh, I maybe that. immoral or, um, you know, maybe they're disgusted by it. But that's not because of us. That may be because of how how they are, what they view morality is and all that. You know, again, every couple is different. Every person is different. So know your partner, know the rules, know what's going to make them happy and what's not going to make them happy, and then go forward knowing all of that. Totally agree. And my point was just that anybody that's listening to this who are not swingers, if, if you think it's just easy to do, it's not. It's not, but... It is it's fun. It can be very fun. And very fulfilling. And, yes. Uh, sexually and emotionally. True. And it's almost like dog years. The longer that you swing that the more deep your relationship becomes. I mean, definitely people look at me and you and they think we've been married 30 years. Right. We're coming up on five. Right. So together a lot longer, but married five. Yeah. So it's like one swinging year is worth six years. (laughs) Yeah, True. (laughs) That's true. Because 
We were talking to a young couple the other night, Friday night, when we first got to the uh, the club. They were just dipping their toe in it. They didn't know for sure if this is what they wanted to do. They just wanted to just feel it all out and see if this was something that they would like to do. We got on the conversation about you learn so much more about your partner in the lifestyle within that first year than you probably would had you never done the lifestyle and were together 10 years. That's right. And that's because this lifestyle makes you communicate. And by communicate, I mean telling your deepest, darkest secrets and what turns you on. Even if in your head you think, oh God, they'll never understand why I like this. But maybe they would. And they wouldn't know that had that not come up in the lifestyle. You said to me before that your previous partners, at least at least one, mm-hmm. did not even know that you were interested in girls. Oh, yeah. We, we had been together, I think, eight years before I even ever said anything about being attracted to women. And he was shocked. Well, yeah. I mean, eight years we were together. He never knew that about me because I never told him that. It never came up. We were never in a situation where he needed to know that. Right. People that are not in this lifestyle, mm-hmm. there's going to be things that they that you just keep close to the best because right. it's kind of on a need-to-know basis and you don't need to know. Yeah, well, and I feel like... Being in the lifestyle, you're more than just you now. You're so much more a couple than you are just a person. I'm not saying that people that are not in the lifestyle aren't a couple. That's not what I mean by that. Everything inside you that you think, that you want, that you need, you have to talk to your partner about that because it's going to come up Mm -hmm. at some point in the lifestyle. It may never come up. You may be married 30 years And it may never come up because you've never been in that situation. Right. The lifestyle will throw you into those situations so fast. It'll make your head turn. And you have to talk about it. You look at a woman and start flirting with her. Your partner is going, wait, what? What's going on? I I don't understand. You don't like men anymore? And that's not what that's about. And so then you have to communicate. You did a good job communicating with me in the beginning because when I found out you liked women, I thought we were going all after women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> Hazel likes the D, too. Hazel likes it all. Hazel likes it all. And that's what I love about being in the lifestyle is I get to watch you get turned on by all of it. I right. absolutely love that. Uh, I've said it time and time again. I'll, I'll continue saying it for as long as we do this and as long as we're together you being turned on is my drug and seeing you have that orgasm from another perspective mm-hmm. um i mean I'll, of course i love it when i give it to you I am, of course and, and i try to give it to you often <laughs> but when i see it when it's given to you by somebody else it is a different perspective it really is and it's a total thrill because yeah. I'm watching it from across the room. I'm watching it from... Through the camera lens. Through the camera yeah. lens. I mean, it's my own private porn. Well, it is my own private porn. It is your private It really is. And I take it with me and when I go out of town. and Yes, you do. It's the only porn that I watch. It really is. I know. And it's cool. It's, I find that fascinating that I do that. I think the, the coolest thing about the lifestyle is... That if you, if you've communicated with your partner and they know you truly, who you truly are, you can be yourself. You're better at it than I am. I have to be in a completely relaxed state to be myself. You're very good at putting me in that state so that I can be relaxed enough to be like that. 
So I think that's the coolest thing about the, the lifestyle is just being vocal about things that I enjoy, things that I like, things that I need and, and want. And ditto for right. myself. I mean, I've never been able to communicate that with anybody other than you. Right. Well, I don't know that our previous partners would ever have no. understood the things that we enjoy. Pretty sure they wouldn't. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. So what else are we talking about tonight? Um, We did get an email back uh, from Angus, and he was the one that had the idea about uh, Spin the Hazel. Yeah, that's right. So he was was super excited about uh, hearing his ideas on the podcast, and thank you again, Angus, for sending that in. Uh, That was a fun podcast to talk about. That was a fun podcast. We do have an announcement. Oh, we do. We do. It is the end of season one. That's right. Which means that it's our one year anniversary of doing the podcast. Celebrate. Yay. You don't have anything to celebrate on your little sounds. Sure I do. I love cock. (laughs) That's a celebration in and of itself. That's right. And you know what? You know what's better than two dicks? Three. Three. (laughs) See, I got some celebratory things. There you go. But I guess I think for season two, I need to switch up the. I think you do. I think you need to put some new uh, sound bites on there. I do. Um, although I, whatever I, I will never get rid of this one. I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> just my game. <laughs> Perfect. All right, that's yeah. You can keep that one. All right, I'm keeping that one. We haven't decided whether or not we're going to just go ahead and start off with season two in two weeks or maybe take a week off, start it in a third week. But I think probably what we're going to do is start in two weeks. I think we're going to start in two weeks. I don't think we're going to take a break. I think um, our listeners are so used to waiting for that every other Wednesday, and I think it would throw everything off. So we will not be taking a mini vacation in between. So we will go right into season two on the next episode. I'm going to give you some season one stats. There you go. For season one, we've had 29,741 downloads. So by the time this one goes out, that's still considered season one, we will have hit 30,000. Right at 30,000 downloads. And for for as long as we've been doing a podcast, from my understanding and all of my research, that's huge. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely huge. And again, we want to thank everybody for listening because we're consistently in the top 200 of the uh, sexuality podcast for mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, other places that we've looked. It's the reason why we keep doing it. Absolutely. And how many um, podcasts are in that category? Oh, thousands. 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 And we're in the top 200 consecutively. Yeah. Well, consistently. Consistently. Yeah. It just kind of depends. We've actually been as high as like 130 or something like that. I'm just very proud of that. It, again, it means you're listening. I think we're in 101 countries at this point of people that listen to us. So that's really cool. It is cool. So we're, we're making our way around the world. So I hope uh, even if you're from someplace other than the eastern U.S., uh, talking about trapeze didn't bore you too much. Uh, right. A lot of it still applies to other places that you would want to go. Absolutely. And I know that there's clubs all over because we used to travel for the kids in their uh, sports yeah. And, <laughs> and we're terrible parents. We're terrible parents. But when they were busy with their teams, team stuff, then we would go out on the town and find the nearest club. So I know that they're everywhere. Well, and I think that if I was going to leave, leave everybody with one last thing is really do your research. You know, get on their website, mm-hmm. look at their rules 
pay attention to their dress code. They're usually going to be very particular about their rules. You know, things like no means no, which is pretty much universally Universal. ever, everywhere. Yep. There will be some variability in the rules. Pay attention to them and just do your research. Absolutely. And theme nights. Theme you nights. know, be a Have part fun. of the theme because it's so much fun to, to dress up and see what everyone else is wearing and feeling like you're a part of that. So that was really neat. And the lifestyle, trust us, you will not be the only one that comes in theme. No, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, if you're not in theme, you'll be one of the few that are not. That's right. And I, that's, I think that's cool. Yeah. When you dress up, everybody else is dressed up. I mean, it, it adds to the atmosphere. Right. And for you ladies out there, the shoes are unbelievable. Some of these women are wearing. I mean, I, I spent most of the night, what, Saturday night looking at the women's shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, that just turns me on. Yeah. Not I love you. women's shoes. I, and, and and guys, I noticed there was several of the guys. I, I love watching or seeing guys dressed nicely. And even their shoes were, were really cool. You're really cool. Well, thanks. So are you. <laughs> Do we have anything else to talk about? Or was that it on uh, just kind of giving a review on trapeze? Um, I think that's all the time we have. We were told that there are a few that we want to check out in... Nashville, I think, and also in Florida, there's a couple of them uh, that we were told about. I'm sure there's more than just a couple, but... And for next season, we're going to be hitting Hedo again. Yes. Uh, I think we've already announced that. Mm-hmm. We're going in October 2022. Yes. We'll be going to more clubs and checking them out. And we're going to some parties um, that different groups put on. Uh, we're going to Pigeon Forge, I think, in yeah. November. Yeah. For, uh, I think it's called Eye Candy. Um, so we, we try to check out all these clubs that are within driving distance for us. Obviously, Hito's not, but. Right. Anyway, we like to try it all out and just see what we like and see what we don't like. We had lots of people tell us that we should head down to Desire. Um, yes. And I think we'll probably end up doing that this year. And also Caliente in Florida. Caliente. And there's another, um, I don't know what it's called. I think it's Secrets, maybe? Yeah, Secrets Hideaway. Secrets, uh, and that's in Florida as well. And it, it used to be some kind of a hotel. Now that it's Secrets, uh, individual people own each condo. And they will decorate it the way they like to decorate it. So there's different themes and stuff. So I think we're going to check that out as well. So when we go to these places, we review them. We try to, we'll tell you what we like. We tell you, we'll tell you what we think should be maybe improved or mm-hmm. from our perspective and maybe even what we didn't like. Right. It's nothing against any of the clubs that we go to. We're just trying to be honest. And we like our listeners to know what's out there. Exactly. And what to expect. And again, some of these things that we're doing, they can't apply universally. Right. Like going, like we were talking about, going out, guys, dress up. Yep. You, your chances of getting lucky will mm-hmm. improve drastically. Absolutely. So. Yeah, because it's not always about the women. I mean, I know we talk about, you know, the women drive the bus and all of that, but the women are looking too. And if the guys aren't presenting their best self, it's not going to help you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you, Hazel, for the past year of podcast. Yes, this has been amazing. It really has. I mean, I think we've grown as a couple. Definitely. Doing them. We've we've said it before that our this podcast is like our own personal therapy at times, and it is. I mean, yeah. we get to even talk even more about what we like and what we 
all, all of those things. So I'm, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you too. And I appreciate everything you, you do for the podcast since you are the, um, IT department, the marketing <laughs> department. <laughs> some, some of those I do better than others. But. No, but you do a good job. So thank you for that as well. well I love you, baby. I love you too. And we'll see all of you in season two. Season two. Thanks for listening. Now head on over to OnlyFans and check me out. OnlyFans.com slash Hazel the Hot Wife. <laughs>